hello hi there welcome to this reading journey with me divya here let's start this reading journey by reading the book named living with the himalayan masters by swami rama so let's start with the introduction by pandit rajmani tingunait Sri Swami Rama took me under his wing in 1976 and from that time on every minute of the 20 years I lived with him was a time of learning now that he is no longer in his physical body I look back and realize how skillfully he filled my every breath with the living presence of the masters who were such an integral part of his own life In continuous waves he nourished my mind and heart with the perennial knowledge and love of the lineage of sages today with awe and gratitude i ask myself after having him as my master is there anything yet to be achieved one of the most blessed and richest periods of my life was in 1985 when at swamiji's behest i began to translate living with the himalayan masters into hindi my native language every evening when i showed him that day's translation swamiji told me the untold part of the story and i soon realized he was using the translation as an excuse for me to glimpse the inner life of the sages he had written about and to observe their teachings every episode brought a revelation which i was able to assimilate only through the grace of Sri Swamiji and the Masters, who speak through his book. Living with the Himalayan Masters is the embodiment of Swamiji's life, his spiritual journey and his experiences with the Masters of different traditions. He addresses the issues that all of us confront at least once in our lifetime and shares his experiences in such a simple and loving manner that they became become a part of us. At the mundane level this book shows us who we are and what steps we must take to be happy and successful. It inspires us to work hard and have faith in our own self-effort. At the spiritual level, it introduces us to our own mystical and esoteric self as we encounter the adepts hidden in the caves and monasteries of the Himalayas and other remote parts of India, Tibet, Nepal, Sikkim and Bhutan. Spiritual books, especially those of an autobiographical nature, often give the impression that the experiences and spiritual achievements of the masters are beyond our reach. Swamiji, however, puts miracles and mysticism in an entirely different light. Reading it, we feel that he is one of us. He is a young boy full of mischief. He is a teenager full of curiosity and adventurous zeal. He is a seeker with certain strengths and weakness. Just like us, he sometimes fails 
to distinguish the fakes from genuine masters, mistaking magic for spiritual achievement. At one time, for example, attracted by the magical power and glamorous life of sorcerers and low-grade tantrics, he even considers abandoning his master for another teacher. His human traits are so familiar to us that in reading about them, his journey becomes our journey. The stories in this book infuse our hearts with overwhelming gratitude for the sages who selflessly share their boundless love and yet remain unrecognized by the multitude. Swamiji is one of them. While he lived among us, he lectured, wrote books and established large charitable organizations, but very few of of us perceived his spiritual stature. In the last phase of his life, those who were near to him and, and had eyes to see came to know that Swamiji was master of every esoteric practice he mentions in this book, but they never knew how and when he practiced them. Swamiji discouraged a belief in miracles, yet every moment of his life was filled with miracles. No one who came near him ever went away empty-handed. His gifts were of different shapes, sizes and weights. Upon touching his feet, a businessman might be blessed with prosperity, a sick man with health and a student with knowledge. Some understood what they had received, others did not. Now, I look back and wonder at how beautifully he unveiled the spiritual mysteries while skillfully hiding his identity as one of the great sages from the Himalayan peaks. Swami Rama was fully established in his own self-nature, a playful child, a carefree adolescent, a gentle sage, a tactful adult spontaneously manifested in him. For him, past and the future did not exist. He always lived in the present and the circumstance of the moment called forth whatever persona would help and guide those who were with him. Transformative energy emanated from him. If he stayed for a time in a rocky barren land, a beautiful rock garden would emerge. If he stopped to speak to a woman suffering from chronic depression, her face would light up and the years would drop away. To Swamiji, nothing was useless. Everything had purpose and meaning. He once put rocks and pebbles around an odd-looking septic windpipe and artfully placed a few stumps around it. The resulting sculpture looked like a holy man sitting in meditation, and visitors kept a respectful distance. He was very fond of cactus. He had a huge collection in India and a smaller one in the States. One day, I asked him, Swamiji, why do you love cactus so much? He said, I am in the habit of tending those who are all full of thorns and are discarded by everybody. It gives me great joy when I see them blossom. I remember my own life before 1976. I was like a speck of dust drifting along the roadside. 
then one day swamiji picked me up transformed me into living pollen with his loving touch i became an integral part of that garden which the sages cultivate today i have been given the honor and privilege of writing an introduction to the classic work but i hope you will understand that my attempt to do is like a flower's attempt to describe the gardener and his work work which far exceeds the flower's understanding what i received directly from swamiji and what i learned about him by visiting places where he did his sadhana however gives me the confidence to say that the stories in this book represent only the tip of the iceberg living with the himalayan masters has its own spirit i have read and pondered over it over it countless times and each time i have found something new something that was just what i needed at that level of my development the book speaks to each reader at the personal level i must not try to tell you what i think it is about because by doing so i might put a veil between you and its message in these pages you will experience swamiji's presence and the presence of other great masters may you bask in their grace and receive just what you need